guys, welcome back to the Juno McGough podcast. Um, if you guys tuned in last week, you know we did the friend or foe podcast. That one kind of got a uh, wild. Um, it's kind of you know it's just kind of me, my mom, and my sister. They're uh, they were my uh, guests on my podcast. It you know we were just talking about you know people who are your friend and people who are not, but um, yeah. So I wanted to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like I said, I'm just starting out as a podcaster, so yeah, I might be all over the place, and you know my podcast might not be the best right now, but uh, stick with me. The girl about to get a come up, and it'll be a lot better. I don't have all that fancy equipment, but you know I'm 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 all right right now. Uh, if you heard my little Halloween tune right there, I made that goddamn beat. So it sounds shitty on there because I don't have a mic and I don't have all that extra equipment. I don't have it right now, but I'll get it eventually. Uh, if somebody wanted to know. Where I got that from. It's called uh, Fright Trap. It's one of the uh, beats you can make on this app on Android. I don't know if it's on iPhone, but it's on Android. It's called uh, Beat Mo- uh, Beat Maker Pro. So, you know. Just <laughs> fuck with y'all. I-, I did that myself. So, um, with further ado, I probably said this and probably forgot. I'm doing my golf. And here is the second podcast. Like, I wish I had, a, like, another intro. Like, I'm trying to start with this, uh, you know, trying to get music into the intro and stuff. But, uh, once again, I'm limited to equipment right now. So, all I can do is, like, work with what I got. Because I'm kind of like a broke college student right now. But that's okay. Because in, in, in a couple of years, I'm probably going to get begin paid for this like they're gonna know my name everywhere i ain't trying to be cocky but i'm just saying anyway so once again if i haven't said this already thank you for those who tuned in thank you for those who even whether you listen to it for a second or two like hell fucking i listen to this bitch thank you I, i don't care if you listen to it for a second or not i don't care if you loved it you hate it Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. So, this week's podcast will be, obviously, Halloween is coming up, so we're going to talk about some Halloween stuff. I'm going to talk about some movies that scared the living daylights out of me when I was a youngster. I'm going to talk about some uh, video games. Once again, that scared the shit out of me when I'm a youngster. When I was a youngster, and kind of as like full grown adult, they still kind of scare me because I'm kind of a what's plus. I'm gonna do some haunted house reviews. Now with the haunted house reviews, I have not been to any haunted houses this year due to COVID, but uh, I've been in the past, so I'm gonna just give my perspective on them. Um, you know, due to. Uh, when I went back in the past. So, uh, the latest perspective I can give you on this town in the house is probably be like, just about 19, 2018. Probably one will go back to 2001 and 11. So, we'll, we'll dabble into that later on in the episode. And I'm going to just talk about weekend activities and what I used to do growing up when I was a little girl to bring in that Halloween 
season. So with further ado, if I have not mentioned this, I probably did, but I probably forgot. My name is Judah McGough. I'm the only host tonight, so we're going to dabble into this. Now, when it came down to horror movies, I got all my horror movies from my uncle. Um, unfortunately, he had passed last year in 2020. God rest his soul. But this man knew about some of the best horror films. Now, from what he told me, he used to work in the morgue. So he dealt with dead bodies and he served in the army. So thank you. Thank you for your service. So he, he dealt with a lot of dead bodies and weird, creepy shit. So some of the movies that he kind of introduced me to growing up um, were 13 Ghosts. I think a lot of people know about 13 Ghosts. That was an epic movie. It's, it's incredible. Uh, Stay Alive. That was another one that a lot of people don't know about, but that's a really good one. I'm going to dabble into that and kind of tell you about that story. Excuse me, movie. A Hundred Tears. A lot of people don't know about A Hundred Tears, but oh my goodness, man. A Hundred Tears was crazy. It's actually, it's a freaky ass movie. Like, the storyline is horrible for that movie, but the the gore and the blood in there is like insanely real, which makes me think it's kind of a snuff film, but I don't know. I don't have any evidence on it. It's a creepy-ass film, and it's, it's kind of hard to look up and buy, but it, it's it's a really good movie as far as, like, the blood and gore. It'll definitely freak you out. Uh, House on a Haunted Hill, that one is pretty good. That's a typical 90s horror film. That's good. Oh, The Reekers, that one, um, that one was pretty creepy, too. I remember I watched that in 2006 with my uncle. We got the traditional Freddy versus Jason's. We're going to dabble into Halloween. I don't even know why. Um, oh, my God. Sorry, guys. I, I got some information for you. Ah, girl about to have a good-ass weekend. Okay, so check this out. I don't know if... Oh, hold on a second before I get into the next movies. I smell some information real quick. And I'm about to see if this information is legit. Because if it is, I'm probably going to freak myself out tomorrow because it's Halloween. Now, when I update this, it'll probably be Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Give me a minute, y'all. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So... Those of you who are willing to check out A Hundred Tears, yo, that shit is on Tubi TV for free, man. I'm going to watch that shit tomorrow. I'll freak myself out. That was a pretty scary-ass move, but A Hundred Tears, if anybody's listening, A Hundred Tears is on Tubi TV for free. And uh, if you can, let me know. Let me know if y'all feel like that's a stuff film or not. It's a shitty-ass story concept, but that movie... Still freaks me out because I'm definite bliss. Still seems kind of real. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Reeker. The Reeker. Oh, man. That, that movie came out in 2005. That's another scary one. Boy, I'm, I'm repeating myself. Sorry. Uh, we're hitting uh, Jeepers Creepers. That one, obviously, people know about millennials. People my age. I'm 28 right now, so Jeepers Creepers. The first one. I have not seen the third one, but the second one was, like, kind of garbage. But anyway, let's dabble into these. Alright, let's talk about uh, 13 Ghosts. Woo! 
13 Ghosts, I'll never forget. I was literally by my uncle presented with 13 Ghosts. He came upstairs with a DVD with my mom. And he's like, hey, you should watch this film. And my mom was like, yeah, no. Because my mom, she she's a hard person to scare. Mind you, I didn't get to see this damn movie until, uh, what was I? I think I was 12 when I saw this movie. And when I first saw it, it kind of freaked me the hell out. Because obviously it's dealing with ghosts. But I think the main ghost that scared me the most is that goddamn jackal. With the little box around his head. And he was scratching up the main character's daughter. So for anybody who hasn't seen 13 Ghosts. Give me a minute. You probably will hear me talking. I'm going to look this up real quick. And I'm going to give you kind of. For those who don't know about it. I'm going to give you kind of like a synopsis of 13 Ghosts. If you haven't seen this movie. Now uh, the one that was made in 2013. Obviously this is a remake. I believe there was one made in... 1930, but I'd have to check to make sure I'm giving you the correct info. Oh, wait, hold on. Guys, give me a second. Okay, so there is an older 13 ghosts according to Google. Uh, let me see if it'll give me the... Oh, 1960. Okay, so they made a 13 ghosts in 1960. Um... I don't know about that one, but I've seen the one in 2001. So, some of the main characters in this movie, Matthew Lard, if you don't know him, dudes from Scream, the first Scream, obviously, he played in Scooby-Doo as, um, I think it's Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And then you got uh, Tony. He's from Wisconsin. He's actually from Appleton, Wisconsin, and he plays the dad and then you got uh, Rah Digger. I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, but she's an actor. I mean, she's a rapper. And then you got uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, she's played in a couple of films. Let's see what she's notable for. Okay, so she's notable for the American Pie series. Okay. But yeah, so 13 Ghosts is kind of surrounded by... Uh, this man with his children. Unfortunately, he lost his wife in a fire. You know, she burnt up. So, unfortunately, it's just him and the kids in a natty played by Rah Digger. Um, once again, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, the rapper. And so they turn around and they get this house that is gifted to them by the uncle. Cyrus Criticos. Cyrus Criticos is the uncle that is collecting souls of these dead people in 13 Ghosts. Now, his, uh, if anybody's wondering, the actor that plays him is F. Murray Abraham. You can all look this stuff up on Google. But um, he's collecting ghosts. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, like just skip through this podcast. I won't get too much in detail, but when Arthur was played by Tony, the father, Shannon, Kathy Criticals, who was played by the daughter, and let's see who the young man is, the father. Who's the father of this? I mean, the son. Uh, Bobby Alec Roberts is the actor. Now, 
this story is, I don't know, man, this, this movie still to this day is still one of my favorite horror films. Like, I don't know about y'all, but the horror films today is kind of corny as fuck. But anyway, um, so you got Arthur, you got Kathy, and you got Maggie, played by Rah Digga. They all entered this house by Cyrus Criticos, F.R. Murray actor, and who was giving it to him prior to his death. So when they walk into this house, they think I they think that they have a fortune. But one of these characters is going to become the 13 ghosts. There's only 12, but one of them are meant to become the 13 ghosts. Now, who becomes the 13 ghosts? At the end, it's kind of shocking, but I'm, I'm sorry. He kind of, damn it, I gave it away. Fuck me an ass. Anyway, okay, yes, he's a he. That's why I told you about the spoiler alerts. He's a he, but you don't know who he is. I'm not going to give away who he is, but somebody in that group becomes the 13 ghost that enters the house. Um, you got all these creepy ghosts running around, and these people are simply just trying to get out the house. I feel bad for poor Arthur because he's like, look, I'm thinking I'm coming up, making a come up for my kids because he went from a beautiful house to a one-bedroom house, I mean, excuse me, one-bedroom apartment that's cramped up with his kids. So when you see the effects and you see this house, man, it's beautiful. Like, it's secluded, but it's, it's a beautiful house. Um, if it was up to me, personally, when I, if I was to walk up to a goddamn glass house, which they're going to walk up to in the movie, I said, F I said, fuck you, hell no, I ain't going in that goddamn house, why is it secluded from all the other houses? But it's crazy, that's one of the movies that uh, my uncle showed me when I was younger and still to this freaking day. I love 13 Ghosts. I feel like I love 13 Ghosts because I feel like I've had a few paranormal experiences of my own. I mean, it wasn't like dramatic like that. You need no little special glasses like they have in a movie. Hashtag spoiler alert. I'm not on fucking Twitter, but or Facebook, whatever. Disregard that. But it's it's um Ooh, Shannon kind of looked bad for her age. You didn't hear me say that. You didn't hear me say that. I didn't say that. I did say it, but whatever. Disregard that. Skip through it. That's one of the actors. She kind of looked bad for her age. Oh, wait, never mind. She's pretty old. Damn, I know she was that old. What the hell? People are so old now. Anyway, it's a great film. You should check it out. 13 Ghosts. Like I said, I've had paranormal experiences. I didn't have these paranormal experiences, you know, till I got older. Uh, but that's for another episode. Like, I'll make an episode of the actual paranormal experiences that I've encountered with past loved ones that I've seen, you know, figures and stuff, but we'll get into that later. I just want to tell you guys about that. So the next film I want to jump into, Stay Alive. Now, Stay Alive. <coughs> Excuse me. This is an interesting film. Now, Stay Alive, just once again, all these films I'm telling you about, uh, my uncle showed me. There's one that my mom showed me. Um... Uh, 
that I'm gonna, you know, relate to you guys because it's Halloween. If you're looking for a good, some good horror films, uh, man, definitely check out these. Okay, especially, so this one right here, I'm a huge gamer. Stay Alive, for all the gamers out there, Stay Alive is definitely a movie you want to check out. Once again, it's a spoiler alert. I'm going to name off some of the names maybe you might know. Frankie Muniz, okay, we know him from, um, here, hold on, where do we know Frankie Muniz from? You're not the boss of me now, you're not the boss. Okay, Malcolm in the Middle. I can't believe I didn't know that off the top. And, uh, Agent Cody, uh, Agent. Agent Cody Banks. Disregard me sometimes. Um, so yeah, some notable names. And then, uh, John Foster. What did he plan? Uh, uh, Life As We Know It with Sean Ferris. I don't know if you guys know that. It was kind of a cheesy-ass teen television show that was with Sean Ferris from, um, Sleepover 2004. Lakes of Vegas, if you guys know that movie. Look cheesy ass. Um, show that came out in 2005. Anyway, Stay Alive is a incredible movie. And I'm saying, once again, a spoiler alert. These people are playing a video game. And they're PC gamers, right? So they're PC gamers that are playing a game that could potentially kill them in real life if they die in a game. I'm like, what? So it, if you stay alive in a game, you stay alive in real life. And while this is uh, one of the well, those indie films, I definitely think as a gamer, if you're kind of looking for something like a horror film, I definitely would check out... Um, stay alive because stay alive there's a background to why these people are getting killed so somebody made a game based off some woman and her lifestyle and this woman comes back and she kills all the players that's playing in her life and that's why they are dying because she is she's dead but she's like a demon lady so you really have to play the game and stay alive. It's it's a really cool movie. This movie was made in 2006. Um, you can get this movie off YouTube, I believe. I know for sure you can get it off Amazon Prime because I brought it. I think I paid like six bucks for it last year. But this is definitely a really good movie. I think that all gamers should like dive into for like a Halloween horror film that they just kind of want to lay back with their friends. I'm not gonna lie, when I first seen this movie. I was kind of like afraid of it and you know it's kind of got like a Silent Hill the game that they're playing in the movie it's kind of got like a Silent Hill vibe to it versus the game but I think this is um this is something that has to be you know viewed upon people I thought it was kind of like a Silent Hill vibe um but uh check it out uh, let me know what you think. Let me let me know what you kind of think. Uh, if you can, you know, just email me at rmdw1993 at email at gmail.com. We could talk about this. What do you think about this movie if you decide to check it out? Uh, once again, okay, so next movie. Woo! A Hundred Tears. <laughs> 
a hundred tears. My God. As I mentioned before, and I'm going to look up some more information about this. A hundred Oh, wow. Budget of 75000 Sorry, I'm just, I'm looking this up as I'm speaking to you. So, there's not anybody in here notable that I can even mention to you. So, I'm going to let you look this up on your own. But a hundred tears is an indie film that was made in 2007 about this clown that comes around and kills people. Uh, it's not an it film, you know, because we all know what Stephen King. It is, I think, a fucking spider or something. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But, man, my uncle showed me this, and this shit freaked me the fuck out. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why this freaked me out. Because, while, as I mentioned before, while the storyline of A Hundred Tears was just straight out shit, spoiler alert, the way these people died, the amount of blood that was said in here kind of made me question if this was a snuff film. I've never seen a snuff film before, but I'm like, yo, this kind of looked a little bit too real for it to, you know, not be real, I guess. Maybe I'm missing something, but uh, these people, they died some gruesome deaths, so... uh. Okay, let's see here. Okay, so I think the person that died at really gruesome death that kind of made me keep my eye on him. Apparently from Google, he's still alive. Uh, Kobe Dorsky. I'm probably pronouncing his uh, name wrong. Detective Spalding. So if you watch the movie, keep your damn eye on Detective Spalding. These are some interesting characters that end up die well excuse me character he ends up dying a pretty gruesome death like a hundred tears uh and there's like a person filming it so this is this this film is kind of i don't want to give too much away so i'm not gonna go in depth about it i'm just keep saying there's a hundred tears you need to watch it you know kind of give your vote itself about the deaths so pay attention to the deaths i'm not gonna go in depth about what it is, you know, it's a it's a killer clown movie, but if you can get through the horrible storyline, I love to tell you, if you get through that horrible ass storyline, just to get through the deaths, if you're a blood and gore horror fan like I am, the movie is definitely worth watching. It's definitely worth that while. I mean, if you're like me. Now that I'm older, I just speed past that horrible dialogue in it and get to the fun stuff. So, I, I honestly, I, I wouldn't waste my time on the actual storyline. But for a horror film, if you're kind of trying to get a little freaked out, i definitely go with um, A Hundred Tears. That's, that's a pretty good movie. So, uh... Start to hear me typing here. I'm trying to give you guys some really good information about these horror films. Okay. The House on the Haunted Hill. Ah! That's one of my favorites. Now, apparently... Okay, so... House on the Haunted Hill was another one that was a remake. So, according to Google, this one was made... Uh, the first House on the Haunted Hill was made in 1959. And apparently, you can go watch it on YouTube. 
Uh, but the one I'm talking about, I don't know about that other 50s black and white bullshit. I'm talking about one from 1999. So this movie right here has some notable characters. We got Tay Diggs. Who doesn't know Tay Diggs from Brown Sugar? Like, you know, and then you got him from Hostel. I got his crew back in private practice, you know, from that. Um, and then you got Famanky Jansen. God, I'm probably pronouncing this lady's name wrong. She plays as Evelyn, and then if I didn't say this, which I didn't, Tay Diggs plays Eddie. He, he, like, literally the only black person in the goddamn movie. But anyway, going back to Famanky Jensen, or fuck her name is, she plays Evelyn. If you don't know this lady, you will simply know her from X-Men. She played in all the X-Men all the way up until 3. She probably made the best Jean Grey. So if you haven't watched the X-Men, do check out X-Men. That's incredible. Another heavy hitter is Allie Lauder. So uh, she plays Sarah. She is from... The Final Destination series, like, Allie Carter, excuse me, Allie Lauder, I thought it was Carter, but it's not. Uh, if we know her, and then Obsessed, she played in Obsessed, but her notable stuff is definitely Final Destination. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna go into depth about all the characters, I mean, all the actors and characters in here, you can look that up, but basically, House on a Haunted Hill, once again, spoiler alert, House on a Haunted Hill is about a whole bunch of people, if they could stay the night in this haunted house, they're paid a million dollars by, uh, let's see, this actor is Godfrey Russ, Stephen Prince, he plays Stephen Prince, so he's, uh, I believe he's like the owner of the house. He'll pay them a million dollars if they can make it in the house for the night. But here's the interesting part. Only two people make it out and the rest die. So not only is, the, not only is this haunted house haunted, but it provokes death within the characters. Godfrey Rush, Steam Prince, one of the, his character's name is Stephen Prince. He's looking for a thrill-seeking experience, and uh, let's just say he got more than what he bargained for in this movie. So, that's another one. It's uh, The movie was made in 1999. You can definitely get that on Amazon Prime. I'm sure you can probably get it like, on uh, YouTube. The movie was made in 1999, so that's uh, definitely... Definitely a good movie to check out if you're just in the mood for an old 1999 uh, thrill seeker. Now, a lot of, once again, here's another I'm about to get into. The Reeker. A lot of people don't know about The Reeker. This is another one. My Uncle Shelby. I bless that guy's soul. This dude knew his, uh, oh, he knew his horror films. Okay, so, The Reeker. Spoiler alert. This is about a couple of travelers that end up, obviously, in the middle of nowhere. We all know what the fuck type of horror movies came out between, like, 
2000 and like 2006, you know, everybody's on a road trip and then that arrest stop and then somebody eat their damn face or something. That's kind of what this is. So this is about this creature, right? And he fucking stinks, you know, and and once you get a whiff of the reeker, man, there's nothing you can do. He just fucking stinks and that's how he eats you, man. I, I'm gonna tell you the reeker. Uh, this was made in 2005. The Reeker, the Reeker came out in 2005. Uh, like I said, and the dude, like I said, from the first scene, somebody gets screwed up, and it is it's pretty scary to me still to this day. Like they did, they did a good uh, special effects. I never forget as a kid when I seen a certain part. I'm not gonna give away the spoilers of it. I was like, oh my goodness. And you know, like in today's world, I don't know what's going on, but people don't like to shower. So I feel like I'm around a whole bunch of reekers. The only difference is the motherfuckers, I don't think they'll eat off my face like the reeker will, but I'm around a lot of people that stink, unfortunately. So um, if you can, check out the reeker. It's incredible. Like I said, it's like this like weird creature that smells so bad that when you get a whiff of his scent, there's nothing you can do. Like, he's got you in his grasp, and he's going to eat your face off or eat something of you off. Um, it's a good film. Uh, there's not really anybody notable in here, per se. Uh, let's see here. You got an Ariel Keblo, excuse me, Keblo. I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, too. Uh, I think she played in Aqua... Yeah, okay, she did play in Aquamarine and uh, Sarah Paxson, and she's from Sleepover and then The House on the Left. Uh, she made fun of her name and then, like, called her a fucking crayon or some shit in that movie. That movie's kind of whack. Uh, she's one of the ones, I guess, that would stand out. Um, okay, so Donovan, um, Gummersell, I can't read tonight, he's another one that could possibly stand out, um, he's from Earth vs. the Spider, it uh, looks like he was in Independence Day, but he's more notably, uh, known for Earth vs. the Spider, like a spider, he injects himself with some spider serum, and then the motherfucker literally turned into a goddamn spider. Shit fucking weird, but it's a, it's a great ass. It's a good movie. So anyway, check out the Reeker. Stinking ass motherfucker that eat people's faces off. That's pretty much the synopsis of it. The motherfucker stinking, he gonna eat your damn face off. Uh, let's say... Okay, okay. <laughs> Jason versus Freddy. Now, here, here's, here's something. Now, back in the day, I remember when... Once again, I don't know if I have to keep saying this, but it's a spoiler alert. Jason vs. Freddy. This shit came out in 2003. I was a whole youngster. This movie... Um... Honestly, I could, I could take her... I could take her leave this movie. Um... I think probably some of the notable... I'm gonna just go off with the actors, some of the notable actors. Kelly Rowland. I think this is where she made her big I guess film break. Uh, she played 
Kia Waterson. Um, let's see. We got, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's name. Lachin Morano. We know his ass from uh, White Chicks. Uh, he was one of the, I think, like, police officers or something trying to catch them. Trying to catch the White Chicks, uh, Marlon Wayne. I'm not going to dip with these people. You guys can uh, look this stuff up. I just want to let you know about some of the notable actors in these films. But yeah, Jason first is Freddy. Obviously, we know the two horror fanatics has been around for years. Since the 80s or so, probably 70s. Um, these guys battle it out. Now, honestly, if I have to tell you something about this movie, I think Freddy is a fucking cheater because that fucker can manipulate the mind and you know go in your dreams and all jason got is a fucking sword or a knife whatever the fuck he got all you doing is slicing you up that's it and i see i don't think that's a fair fight like i understand that um you put these guys together they're the two kings of the horror series but I just kind of feel like the fight at the end, I'm not going to spoil it, the fight at the end is kind of, mm, I'm going to just say, mm, that's it. Uh, the kills were okay in the film. There's one There's one kill in the film. Uh, I'm going to just say cornfield scene. That was pretty good. But uh, if you're just kind of looking to get some old school, that old Jason versus Freddy, I definitely check it out. All this movie is is Freddie and Jason battling it out, which I don't understand why these two got beefs. Like, they're two different dimensions, almost. Uh, you know, Freddie's he killing people in their dreams, you know, due to what happened. His ass got burnt up in a fire, and Jason, I still don't know what the fuck going on with him. He went to space and killed some people, I think in, like, 2002 or something. But it's still, a, it's still a decent movie to check out, especially if you're a millennial. If you, like, you know, 28 or 30 or something. I don't know if you got kids or something. That's kind of, you know, probably like, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe like 10 or something. I don't know. Uh, you show, show they asses that and kind of, you kind of could scare them with that. I, I, I was pretty young when I saw this movie, even though I kind of got freaked out. I, I still loved it, but that's, that's for the horror fans that you can kind of show the kids that, you know, they got to have kind of like a brave soul. Otherwise, I'd freak them the hell out. I had a brave soul when I was younger when I saw the movie. So, uh, I mean, I guess. Okay, Halloween. Halloween has been around, I think, before Christ was born. And his ass still ain't dead. I don't know how many goddamn Halloweens they don't made. Um... I, I put it like this. Halloween is probably one of those hyped up ass movies that, you know, people, ooh, Halloween was so scary. I'm going to see it. Like, I think people are literally only seeing it because it's Halloween. Okay, yeah, this movie has been out uh, since before Christ was born. Uh, this shit date back all the way to the 70s. Uh, obviously, we know some of the most notable people in Halloween. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is one of our top 10 people in there. I, you know, here, here's what kind of confuses me. Okay, so we have the 2021 
Halloween. All right, so granted, I have maybe seen only a few of these. So let me let me see. There was one. Uh, okay, uh, Scout Taylor Compton. That's the one I seen with her. She's uh from Sleepover. She played in The Runaways as one of the little guitar people. Also, her ass decided she wanted to run away for some reason in 2006 and couldn't nobody find her ass. If anybody knows about that, it's kind of more like a millennial thing. Uh, she was all over news, so couldn't nobody find her ass, but she found her ass in Halloween, I guess. That was like two years after she made Sleepover. Um... I seen this one. This one was, eh, it was all right. Um, I seen Halloween H2O 20 years later. I can't really tell you what happened because I fucking forgot. And then we have Halloween Kills. I have not seen that, but I, I damn sure am hoping Jamie Lee Curtis finally killed his ass. Because come on, he damn near been here for a few goddamn generations and decades like get his ass out of here what is taking you two that long obviously you two got some beef, uh, beef. rip his mask off stab him with one of them uh, I mean cause obviously Michael Myers I don't know I mean I, okay so this guy has an ugly ass face and then he got a kitchen knife I'm not sure what's so scary about a goddamn kitchen knife that you know, chop up some goddamn uh some tomatoes, you can chop up some lettuce with it. I mean, y'all could go at it with a... I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis can get two knives and, you know, slice that motherfucker up like a California roll, like Chris Tucker said in Rush Hour 3, but... Um... I don't know. But that's another one if you want to run out there and go see Halloween. I... I I don't know. I, I thought I should bring up the Halloween series because every motherfucker talk. It's Halloween, Halloween. I mean, it's a it's a hit or a miss. That one, I like. I said, uh, I seen H two O, and then I seen two thousand seven. That that was all right, but uh, that's that's another one you can go out there if you're not really a horror fan and uh you you one of them scary people that get scared off anything. Halloween is scary. Oh, that's good for somebody who's a a big advocate you gotta show me more this this won't do it for you like i said i'm gonna give you a synopsis we all know michael myers is no motherfucker running around with a kitchen knife and an ugly ass mask that's that's pretty much trying to kill jamie lee curtis that that's pretty much what this film is about uh, i'm in the wisconsin area if anybody wants to know it is playing at the uh marcus southgate uh cinema that's loaded, uh, located on south 30th street Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, you got another one. Uh, it's playing at the uh, Marcus Bistro, Southridge. That's located on 76th Street, Glendale, Wisconsin. And then you got it playing at uh, Marcus Cinema, Port Washington Road, Mequon, Wisconsin. Uh, you, you guys can look up the date and time, but I thought I should let you know. Okay, so it's got a 34 Rot Tomatoes. So it's that looks like it's not a good movie. Kind of figure that. All right. That last one I want to dabble in. Jeepers Creepers, man. Jeepers Creepers scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I'll never forget when I saw Jeepers Creepers. I was in the first, excuse me, fourth grade. And it was Valentine's Day. It, it's crazy that I had seen this movie in February on Valentine's Day. It had came to cable. My mother had brought it. 
Um, for for me and my sister, oh man, so this movie creeped me out. Uh, some notable characters would be Justin Long. He's he's pretty much notable. He played in Accepted. Um, obviously, you know you know him from Jeepers Creepers. That's like one of his big things. Uh, looks like he played in Alvin and Chipmunks. Uh, yeah, that's probably what you know him from because a lot of this other shit I'm looking at, but I didn't even know he was in. But uh, yeah, Jeepers Creepers. Okay, so this movie came out in 2001, so it's pretty it's pretty old. It's like old as fuck, but it's still good. It still to me has some of the scariest scenes I've seen in horror films, and that's just for it being a 2001 film. So, basically, this is about a brother and a sister. They're traveling. I guess they're coming back home. And then, uh, obviously, somebody got to get out the car. I forget if it was a brother or sister. But anyway, one of them dumb motherfuckers got out the car, and they trying to invest investigate a little hole, and this ugly moth-looking Jeepers Creepers dude, you know, fucking with him. Once again, I'm not gonna give you all the details to this. Um, yes, he comes off fucking with these people. They driving an ugly ass car. He driving an ugly ass van, trying to run them off the road. Like, but what kills me about this movie, like this ugly ass alien, like, yo, this motherfucker could drive better than people now. Dude, a fucking alien who eats people's faces, but he could drive a goddamn ugly ass van or whatever the fuck you're driving. But anyway. Jeepers Creepers seriously is about this alien looking creature that feeds off of humans and he eats them. And unfortunately, Justin Long's character, Derry, and his sister, Gina Phillips, her character is Tris, one of them has a bad outcome in this movie. And the ending part of Jeepers Creepers, oh my god. That shit still to this day, I'm a grown ass woman. And still to this day, it kind of freaks me out. But um, Jeepers Creepers is another one if you're looking for a really good horror film. Jeepers Creepers... Um, I don't know, if you like a wuss puss like me, Jeepers Creepers to this day freaks me out. And it, it, it's more so the ending of Jeepers Creepers that kind of creeps me out. So, once again, if you want a good horror film to watch, uh, definitely if you want to scare somebody like 10 or 12, definitely show them Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers is known like known like if you ask majority of the millennials it's known to kind of pretty much freak us millennials out at the end um so we're gonna take a small little break it's probably gonna go kind of blank right now but we're gonna take a small little break probably a couple of seconds and we're gonna be back and we're gonna talk about some scary video games that uh kind of scared the fuck out of me when I was younger and they kind of still scare me now. So we'll uh we'll be right back. Just stay tuned.
right, guys. I'm back. <laughs> Bear booby. Yo, this this podcast <laughs> is like it's kind of all over the place, but you know that's that's all right. Um, like I said, I'm still I'm still starting out. I'm on the fuck is trying. Okay, so uh, I'm going back back to where we left off on a break. Uh, we're talking about uh scary video games. So one one I'm gonna bring up. Oh, this is probably gonna get me laughed at, but that's all right. The one that I'm gonna bring up, Mortal Kombat Four. Yes, yes, Mortal Kombat Four. For you old school gamers out there, Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation one. It was an arcade game, especially um, like if you went bowling, you always saw like Tekken three, or you always saw Mortal Kombat four. Those are one of the top games, like, if you, like I say, you went bowling or arcade. I'll tell you what Mortal Kombat 4 scared me. First off, Mortal Kombat kind of scared me. The goddamn heads popping off. Like, when you play two-player mode, and, you know, somebody lost, and they said loading, the heads will pop off in the screen, and, like, dude, they look you right in the eye, and it would just be paused. I don't know. For some reason, as a kid, that that's just scared the bejesus out of me. But uh, for anybody do, doesn't know, Mortal Kombat is just a martial arts fighting game. Actually, I don't even know if you call it martial arts because I'm pretty sure in martial arts, you can't kick nobody fucking head off or bust eight balls or vaginas or pull their ass in half. But anyway, it, it, overall, it's a fighting game uh, made by Nether Realm. Um. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to see when this game was made so I can give you guys some correct information here. I'm trying to get my shit together. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This game was made by Midway Games. So, excuse me, Ed Boom, and this is going off of Google. Ed Boom is a designer and creator of Mortal Kombat 4. But yeah, Mortal Kombat 4. Oh, was to me scary as fuck, man. Like, it, I guess the way they operated. So, um, back in the day, I guess uh, Mortal Kombat Four. This game came out in nineteen ninety seven, by the way. So, Mortal Kombat Four came out. Uh, was one of the first three D games of the Mortal Kombat franchise. And man, I tell you, like the way they moved is mechanical, and then you kick somebody, and they go down this like little weird ass will um like i said i'm probably a was pussed for this but like yo back in the day when i was a kid this shit used to um scare me because like they kind of looked i guess for me I, I played this game i'll say like back in like 1998 yeah i'm pretty old uh i don't know for me they kind of looked a little realistic to me and i don't know for a little kid mortal kombat 4 scared the shit out of a little kid. So if you're trying to scare a little kid with a video game, if you got like a PS1 or a Nintendo 64, you, you pop this bad boy in and I, I think that it could pretty much scare him. Uh, okay, so another game I want to talk about, The Mortuary Assistant. Now this is a new game that hasn't even came out yet. So this game apparently for what else? <sighs> so sorry. Uh, this game is coming out in 2022. I guess the spring of 2022. I watched this on YouTube. 
and I watched a uh, gamer play it. I'm not on my YouTube right now, so I'm going to just look up some information uh, about this game real quick while I'm talking to you guys. Um, this shit is pretty fucking creepy. So I guess this is a Steam game that's coming out in the spring of 2022. So basically it's about this uh, lady who is a mortuary assistant and she has to go in there and take care of a body. But this goddamn body and something, something wrong with it. Matter of fact, it's something wrong with that whole mortuary period. The, the shit that happened in this game, I promise you, first of all, I'm scared of dead people. Let one light flicker, I'm out of there, I quit. I don't care, you better finish up that body by yourself. I, I don't care if you ain't got enough people, I'm out. But yeah, if you want to play a, like a super creepy game, there's a demo that's on Steam that you can play. So if you want to play this, it, it the demo is available on Steam. So you can go to Steam. Um, Steam, for those of you that don't know about Steam, it's a gaming platform where you can play multiple games. Uh, you do need an account. To set up, so you'll need uh, sorry, you'll need your name, and then you'll need your email address and the password, and then you'll go in, and then you can sample this demo of the Mortuary Assistant. It's a creepy ass game. I'm telling you, it's a it's a creepy ass game. Like I said, I've not played it, but I did watch some gameplay. For those of you who are wondering where I watched this gameplay from. If you give me a minute here to search, because like I said, I'm not on a regular platform where I watch the gameplay of this. Uh, let me see. Damn it, that dude's not even on here. He's not on the platform that I'm looking at right now. Uh, if you just type in Mortuary Assistant, there's multiple um, people who played it. It's, yo, it, this game is just, it, it it's creepy. It kind of reminds me of Vasive. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Vasive, I can't really explain Vasive because I, I'm currently playing that game and I still don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm not going to tell you about that game because, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But uh, if you want to play that, that game, I guess, is somewhat creepy. I haven't encountered anything yet. But that's because I can't find a goddamn key they're talking about. Anyway, that is on Vasage or Vasive, however you pronounce it. That is on um, Xbox. I think it's on PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's on PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. And uh, right now they got it on PlayStation for sale. I think it's like $22. And then if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can play it for free. So, um,. Make sure you turn on the light. That game, even though there's nothing there, it's still pretty creepy. Anyway, this game kind of reminds me of that. So it's called The Mortuary Assistant. You can play the demo right now. I'm kind of excited for the game to come out. I'm kind of one of the people that are into these like creepy, scary games and like dead bodies and shit. Um, this, I, I was just watching the demo and I'm like, uh, it was daytime. I'm like, let me turn the goddamn light on. Like that's going to do anything. But it, it's a creepy game. Um, I think the graphics are pretty good. Um, like I said, I, 
I know a little bit about the game, but I wanted to recommend that game because it's it's pretty fucking creepy. So if you can, once again, watch the Mortuary Assistant on uh, YouTube. Just type that in, and you'll you'll be shocked by how creepy this game is. I feel like um, with this new coming of games, we really needed like a creepy horror film. Not horror film, but horror game like that that kind of gets you immersed in the game and you have to find all these clues to kind of figure out, like, yo, how the fuck, fuck wrong with this dead body? But even though I'm kind of obsessed with that shit, I don't fuck with dead bodies, but I I, I like to learn about the shit because I'm still kind of figuring out, you know, death and all this other shit. Okay, so let me say. Okay, so this, this is one... Uh, Silent Hill Homecoming. Now, I remember playing that game. I think this game came out... Let me give you some correct information. Yeah, what? Excuse my yawning. I'm, I'm tired, but I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do this for for the little tiny people that's listening. I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. I'm, I'm gonna do this for y'all. Okay, so this game came out in uh, 2008. This is a Kinami game. Oh, if you don't know about Kinami, Metal Gear Solid. That's all I gotta say. So this game is for the PlayStation, Windows, Xbox 360. If you have an Xbox One, I think uh, the newer Xbox series, I don't own one. I'm assuming that it's backwards compatibility that you can play this game if you get like the disc. Um, so the only thing I could tell you about this game, because I saw when I played this game in 2012, I saw much of it was pushed. I had to I had to put it down because there's a part where like a little contorted body came at me. Like it's like Edward Scissor hands. And like some pornographical shit. I can't even fucking explain. But basically, uh it is a young man simply trying to find his brother. So his name is Alex Shepard. And he is simply trying to find his little brother that disappeared in Silent Hill. Game is I think we all know about the Silent Hill franchises. Um I, I played the first Silent Hill that was for the PlayStation. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, oh, what was I? I think I was like in fourth grade or something. So when I got to them, it, it's a it's a part where, because um, I think all you could do is walk in that game. That game was kind of super fucking slow. But there's a part where you get to the scene and then I'm like Silent Hill dogs start, start biting your ass. They scared me so much. I, I played on one of them little PlayStation portable things. That was back out in the day. Well, I, I say right now, I, I put that guy. I said, hell no, nah, I'm done with Silent Hill. I never finished that game after that. I was too much of a pussy. But, but I'm a big girl now. As I said uh, in my other podcast. I probably, I don't know. I'm not scared easily. I don't know. I, I'll probably play that game. I might put it on Twitch or something. But anyway, uh, just referring back to the old Silent Hill when I played this one. Uh, Silent Hill Homecoming, like I said, it's about dude named Alex, uh, Alex Shepard simply just trying to find his little brother. So you're going to encounter the Silent Hill figures, uh, scary ass, contorted, I don't even know what to call them, but all I know is that they scary and uh, I, if I can get my hands on the disc of Silent Hill, uh, sure, I'll play it again. I if I can finish this. This shit kind of scary. Um... Yeah, just go go check out Silent Hill Homecoming if you if you want to get scared. It just should freak you out pretty good for uh, Halloween. Um, now I got 
Here's here's one for you guys. Dead space. Dead. Oh my god. Dead space. Hands down, one of the best horror games ever. If you can hear me typing, I just want to make sure I look up this information. Make sure I keep. Okay, so Electronic Arts are the publisher um, of this game. Man, Dead Space is available for PS3, Microsoft Windows, Xbox 360. It's also available for uh, Xbox One S. I'm not sure if it's available for the Xbox Series X. I'm pretty sure it is for backwards compatibility, but man, this game right here freaks me the fuck out. So, um, I play, I'm always so freaking late when it comes down to the game. So this game came out in 2008. I didn't play this shit until like 2012, 2014. Basically, oh, please forgive me. Once again, I'm tired, but I wanted to do this for the small people that are listening. Um, basically, this game is about um, a guy that's on a ship and he's fighting aliens i'm not gonna give the whole detail away um but all i'm gonna say is you're gonna fight some weird ass aliens kind of like some silent hill shit but whew, i don't know what the fuck is wrong with these aliens i damn near pissed on myself when i played the second one i didn't even have to pick but when i saw that little one alien i'm like yo why the why the fuck you got eight fucking feet bro i don't know what the hell's going on but anyway uh, Dead Space, survival horror game, probably one of the best games. Like I said, I'm not going to explain all this. All I'm doing is labeling games. I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to give you a synopsis because I want you to venture off and play them. I know people's like, oh, why are you not letting us know what it's about? Just keep the titles in your head. Just keep the titles. You can look this up yourself. Just keep the titles. I'm just all I'm doing is recommending the games. But it's a it's a survival horror game in space. I played one and two. I have not finished these games. Uh, cause Dead Space kind of get hard. Uh, also you gotta have some patience with Dead Space. And uh, if I ever finish Dead Space, I'll let you know. But it's a it's a survival horror game in space. Probably some of the best scary contorted alien shit i've ever seen before it's it, it's awesome so if you if you're looking for a good horror game on halloween definitely check out dead space like turn off all the lights and i'm uh, dude you'll be like super fucking afraid or maybe that's just me either way dead space is definitely legit okay now <laughs> this one this one i'm probably gonna get laughed at for now Call of Duty World War II. Them zombies. Which these zombies were coming from the people who made Dead Space. Them goddamn zombies. I mean, I'm going to tell you like this. The zombies are probably some of the best I've seen. They're not that scary, but there is a second level on, and I'm not going to give it away. There's a second level on Call of Duty World War II. Where there is particularly one fucking zombie. I don't know what the fuck they fed him. I don't know what the fuck they did to that thing. But it's very angry. And it'll slap your ass in seven different ways. Seven different ways. I'm saying don't let that motherfucker get you. That's an alien that scared the fuck out of me. If you if you want a good horror thrill video game. 
play the second part of, excuse me, play the second level of Call of Duty World War II. And uh, that little zombie will come out when it's like the white fog. It'll come out and scare the shit out of you. It, it, it's pretty fucking good, man. I'm, I'm telling you. It's scared the fucking bejesus. It still scares me. I'm like, just a little fucking contorted. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's angry. And it, it'll come out and I, when it's flapping his arms, it's kind of funny, but low-key, if that motherfucker chasing you, you don't really, it, it takes like two to three people to take it down, so, if the, and I don't know what it is, every time I play that Call of Duty World War II on the second level, which, uh, you, you do have to buy that level, so it is a, um, it's a downloadable pack that you do have to buy that is available for, uh, PlayStation 4 and the, uh, Xbox, uh, you know, S and X. Uh, once again, I don't know about the uh, newer consoles because unfortunately I have not been able to get my hands on them because everybody keeps buying them up. But it is available for the previous gen of consoles. So if you if you get a chance to play that, shut off all your lights like I said before. And that little alien, whatever the fuck it is, come out and slap your ass two different ways. It's scary if that thing is only directed towards you because I, I, I don't know what it is when I play Call of Duty World War II. That little alien... Everybody else running around, but that little fucker comes straight for me. I'm not going to keep getting slapped with this little seven tentacles when you got four more players in here that you could slap around and grab. Don't grab me. But uh, that's a, that's another horror game that you could play that, uh, you know, it'll wrap your feathers for Halloween. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so I'm going to get into... The Haunted House Review. So, as you guys know, I'm from Wisconsin. So, I've been to Abandoned Haunted House Complex. I've been to Terra on the Fox. I've been to Burial Chamber. And I've been to Wisconsin Fairgrounds. I'm actually uh, a big Haunted House fan. I'm an advocate of Haunted Houses. I love them dearly. But like I said, I have missed them fucking two years in a row because goddamn COVID-19. And I just... It's, it, I, I personally, I just feel like it's not safe enough because some haunted house require masks, others don't. So when you're screaming and you're spitting, somebody, they could normally have COVID and they're like, fuck it, I'm still going and spreading that shit to everybody else. That's why I'm going to sit this one out. Even though I'm fully vaccinated, I'm going to sit that one out. But anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna start with Wisconsin Fear Grounds. Uh, Wisconsin Fear Grounds just, oh my God. I've been there three times in my life. And uh, the first time I went in 2001, it wasn't even called Wisconsin Fairgrounds. It was called Waukesha Scare because that's where it's located. Waukesha, anybody in the Wisconsin area is located in uh, Waukesha. Actually, if you hear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you guys address if you want to check it out. I think it's fucking garbage. But I've been there three times and the only time I went that was good was when it was called Waukesha Scare and... Uh, 2001 and the last time I went is 2011. I know it's not like too much um, accurate but I don't know this place fucking sucks so uh, if you look in uh, go to Wisconsin fuck never mind I'm not going to get into that I almost got it Wisconsin fuck rounds it's uh, located 1000 Northview Road, Waukesha, Wisconsin, 53188. If you can, just pass it up. It's a shit fucking haunted house. I, it's open Fridays and Saturdays in October. 
uh, from 7 p.m. to 11 uh, p.m. From what I'm checking out from the website, they're doing the whole, they'll lock you in a fucking barn and then you go into the little stupid manor. It's a shit haunted house, but I, I, I want to describe why I loved it in 2001. So, mind you, I'm a little kid, so I, I, this was the only haunted house I've been to. That made me piss my pants. And I've been to a haunted house before that, but this one made me piss my pants. I was so scared. So, at the beginning of this haunted house, 2001, cold October night, I needed a jacket. I'm with my mom, my sister, my dad, and I'm with my friend, my sister with her friend, and our cousin came. I had to go to the bathroom. They had to go to the bathroom. So check this out. You couldn't even fucking go to the bathroom. And there's fucking chainsaws in there, right? And they're like moving the chainsaws in a bathroom while you needed to go. They went to the bathroom. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to hold it. That was my issue. I should have fucking went, but I was so scared to go in that bathroom because they was in there with the chainsaws. I'm afraid of chainsaws. So they only had two haunted houses during this time. It was Dracula's Castle and then the actual haunted house. You went through Dracula's Castle. And Dracula's Castle was pretty much this whole vampire set theme. You know, you had a whole bunch of people, vampires in there. And um, it's pretty much Dracula. It's, it's really not too much to explain. Also, this was the first haunted house where I touched uh, a millipede. I don't know why I touched it, but I was like, yeah, fuck you. And I touched a tarantula. Oh my gosh, that tarantula felt like a cat or a dog. That's, I think, I, I like tarantulas. I feel like a little cat or a dog, and then if you pet them, they kind of like, um, what is it? Uh, they kind of like binge up, if, if that's the right term. I don't even know if that's the term, but it, uh, they kind of they kind of sink in. They, I don't, I don't think they, I'm, I'm not no spider expertise, but from when I touched it, I, I don't think it like be petting it, but I, they had it out there. It's like a little, it's like a little cat or dog. But anyway, that was before you got into Dracula's castle. But like I said, Dracula's castle, it was just, like I said, a whole bunch of vampire stuff. There was blood everywhere. Lights flickered. Uh, you had Dracula's victims locked in cages and stuff. Um, it was pretty dark. It wasn't, that one wasn't the one that got me, per se. So we went into that goddamn haunted house. So after you walked into Dracula's castle, you got the actual haunted house. This was the last of this haunted house. So I go into the haunted house, right? And uh, instantly the lights shut down. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I got my mom, my dad, my sister, and everybody. Because we were separated in the first haunted house. And we go in here, and oh my god, you don't have Freddy, you don't got Jason in this motherfucker, you got Scream, you got chainsaws everywhere, you got dead bodies in the refrigerator, uh, it's like you don't get a break, you got a, a deceased couple that comes back to life, and then you see the victims that they killed, they're dead, and then they come back to life, and then here comes Scream, I'm like, it's a whole bunch of shit happening, and you got more chainsaws, you got dead little piggies running after you. So as a kid, that freaked me the fuck out. I go in 2000, and that was 2001, so I go in 2011. Um, once it, no, excuse me, not 2011, 2008. Excuse me. Uh, it's the second time. 
So the second time they put you in a goddamn fucking barn stable with a stupid ass actor, just all in your face, just smell like sweat and leather, and they're hopping around and uh, you know people screaming like ah, like what the, even even at eighth grade, I'm like yo, what the fuck is this? And then you get to it's like McCain Manor back then. All it was was some dusty ass photos. I think in their exhibit hall for the fair. I'm like, who are you? Like fooling like yo, this is a fucking like fair, one of your fair buildings. Like dusty ass photos, dusty ass, but everything was like dusty, wasn't enough actors, and it was just pitch black for no reason. It was boring. It was a snooze button. Like I can't even keep explaining how boring this haunted house was. And then the last time I go, I go in 2011. So I go with uh my family again. Once again, we're put in one of those stupid ass stables. And the actor comes out and they scream in your face. Then once again, here we go with Bikini Matter, dusty ass photos, dusty ass bed, dusty ass barn, dusty ass fair building. Nothing. And then we get to the last haunted house was literally all it was. I was like, yo, I paid $40 for it. That's like four people I paid $40 for. All it was was a fucking barn stable. Yeah, we're going back to those. With bars up, like two actors fall. This haunted house was so shitty that my dad started talking to one of the actors about hunting. Like, we just stood there as he talked to him about hunting. Like, there's no scare. Like, you had one other actor at the beginning, and then the second actor in the barn said, what the fuck it was. They start talking about hunting. And that's it. All you had is fog, black lights, bars, and then my dad and the actor. I think what was more scary is them talking about hunt for the next month of November. So, um, it was shitty. So, those are the times, three times I went. It was, uh, Wisconsin Fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those times I went, I definitely wouldn't recommend it. I don't know how it is now. I haven't been since 2011, but I definitely wouldn't recommend Wisconsin for your grounds. It's, that's, that's just my opinion. It's not the greatest fucking haunted house to go to. Um, next one I want to get into, definitely my favorite, Abandoned. Oh my God. I fucking love Abandoned. So I've been going to Abandoned since they opened in 2014. Obviously, I missed it this year due to uh, COVID-19. Um, but I definitely am hoping and praying that COVID-19 is a little better. So that I can attend this haunted house. Because this is an epic haunted house. I've been to this haunted house, like Wisconsin. I've been in this haunted house three times. I was never disappointed by this haunted house because they have so much to offer. The first time that I went to this haunted house, and it's actually 2015, so it's a year after they opened. At that time, they only had the two haunted houses open, so I forget what the haunted houses were. But uh, Stalker, which is their cornfield, that was not open at the time because they were just working on that. So, if you're going to go to uh, Abandon, they have Ambush Haunted House, Hysteria, and then they got Stalker, and then they got the axe throwing. I 
don't think that's a safe ordeal, so I don't, I don't know if I would uh, do that one, because when you throw in the axes, there's a fucking clown in there, I'm like, you don't want to hit him, but people still do it. Um, but yeah, abandoned, mad. So, I I'll say this, the two indoor haunted houses, Ambush and Hysteria, they're not necessarily scary, but the graphics and the motivation in the detail that they put in the haunted house is exceptional. Now, when you first enter the inside haunted house, which is uh, Ambush, Ambush, depending on when you go, I can't really tell you about what's in there because they change it up every year. So, you know, Ambush, they got a lot of lights, they got a lot of popping noises. Um, this is one where they got, like, a lot of uh, desert shit, like snakes in there, and uh, they got this big-ass clown. I forget if that's an Ambush or Hysteria, little big-ass clown that somebody's in a back that they're moving, but um, Ambush is pretty good. I think Hysteria is the one... It's not scary, just to me. Hysteria is the one I think that has the better effects. So, Hysteria, last time I went in, uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you about the present, which was my present experience, which was 2019. So, it was more so a chapel. Now, I don't really play with chapels. I'm not religious, per se, but I do believe in a higher power. I don't play with that chapel shit, and I'll play with, like, caskets and when you go and enter hysteria it's literally you're still inside the haunted house like you're not outdoors so when you get done with ambush you go to hysteria there's these goddamn nuns there and they take you in a chapel where there's caskets and they chat shit from the bible and I, I, i'm not really with that shit that shit gotta freak me out because it, it it reminds me of an actual fucking funeral sometimes and that shit was crazy uh they have a last time i went they had a snow scene in there which was pretty fucking dope. Like, how the hell did you get this? It's not actual snow, but whatever they did uh, to go in there, it's really, like, you're walking up steps, and then it was, like, this volcano, and then it was, like, some snowfall shit. I don't know how they did it, but it was fucking epic. And then I think the coolest fucking scene of Hysteria, now, this is a scene that doesn't change. There's this subway, and there's, like, all these, like, dead people on there, there's like one actor in there, but you he whoever does this, you can't necessarily tell where the actor is because he's so still like the props. You don't know which one he is, but this subway scene is incredible. It looks like a movie. It almost kind of looks like Final Destination 3 at the end. This will like some Resident Evil shit. It's it, it'll blow your it'll blow your mind. You'll be like, damn, how did they get the money to do this? excuse me, to do this. Um, like I said, Hysteria is probably the best haunted house out of um, the two indoor haunts. Like, uh, Ambush, it's not too much in there. Like I said, you got the flickering lights, you got the um, caves and the snakes and the shit, but it's not, it's not too much in there. Uh, I, out of all of them, Stalker is the best. Like, freaking every year when Stalker got me. There's one part, like, they'll change it up, but there's one part in Stalker that freaks me the fuck out. And they're, like, chanting, like, this devilish shit, and they got these, like, pig, um, 
fucking costumes on from like saw i can't deal with that that's too much pressure on me and i can't deal with it now on the website it says it takes like 20 minutes i swear to fucking god when i went with one of my friends it was like we were in there for like 30 40 fucking minutes and we weren't lost i'm like i'm trying to get out of here because it's too much on me one thing i love about stalkers so when you get to the end spoiler alert there's always a different scene from what i've since i've seen and the ending is, I think it's more so scary, more so scarier than the actual cornfield. Because when you go into this cornfield, it's nothing but straight cornfield out there. Like, they have a section for the haunted house that's foamed up or, like, uh, not foamed up. Uh, what is it? It's, like, very smoky. So, when you park in their parking lot, you all that smoke is coming from Stalker. At the end of Stalker, I've I've been through it twice. Cause like the first time, like I told you, the first time, Stalker was just in the works. But there's always something different with Stalker. Like the first time I went, they shut the fucking lights off. The chainsaw was like blowing on my foot. It's a fake chainsaw, but it's blowing on my fucking ear. I got so scared I ran out to only greet another fucking chainsaw right in front of my face and I didn't fucking know because it's dark the second year they did it they smoked like you're walking past like this long ass fucking hallway right and the lights are red like just give like the spooky type of aura and this time the second time I went through Stalker they didn't shut the lights off they just smoked it the fuck up so there is so many guys I think it's like three chains so I didn't know what the fuck to do i didn't know where to go and, and the best thing about stalker it is big enough to where you won't um end up with the group in front of you or the group in back of you because for some reason when i when i go the group in front of me it's normally like two goddamn little scared ass girls so they run through it so you don't see them and then the group in back of us is so scared that they're like balked up in a corner somewhere in a cornfield so all you got is kind of just you and your group so like i said when you get to the end like i said with the smoke and the lights turning off that shit gets scary because you don't know what happens like in certain haunted houses you gotta some haunted houses do the same shit so you know what's gonna happen with a man and his stalker you don't know what the hell is gonna happen because they they change it up every year and that's why i recommend uh, this haunted house they sell beer uh they always entertain you with this big ass projection screen and like they blow up this fire and they got a diner where you can get like food and shit they keep you entertained i'm not gonna lie some of the actors can be assholes but if you just cut that shit off they'll they'll know to back off because some of them can kind of be assholes but for the most part if you from the two hundred house I told you about, try Bannon. It's 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 worth the fucking money. I think it's like yes, thirty bucks to go in. So each haunted house is like ten dollars. It's worth the money. You won't be disappointed if you can probably go earlier so you can get in there quick. You kind of like in and out, but it's not a haunted house that you'll be like, oh my god, this was so short. This is a long ass haunted house. Like I got there early one time when you're with a friend. It took us about an hour and forty minutes to get through all like three of them and it really it really wasn't a line um like i said they offer ambush hysteria and stalker 
if I can recommend something, I would go through Stalker first. Because Stalker is like a, I feel like that's the uh, the icing on the cake, man. Stalker is that haunted cornfield. And normally I don't get scared when it comes down to cornfields. But Stalker is that cornfield to go to. Uh, it's, it's pretty fucking creepy. And I might be a little scared of cat, but I don't normally get spooked out at haunted houses that easily. But Stalker always gets me every year. So I would do Stalker, and then obviously uh, how it's made up, you do Ambush and then Hysteria. So you can't really choose where to go because Hysteria is the last haunted house that you'll go through on the indoor haunted house. But I Abandon, definitely, at 30 bucks, you get entertained. It, this is a crazy good-ass haunted house. So uh, the address for this, if you're in the Wisconsin area, is twenty eight twenty five. Uh, Frontage Road, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin, 53177. Definitely check this haunted house out. Uh, like I said, with COVID kind of settles down, obviously I'm going to hit up Abandoned because that's, that's to me, personally, that's the go-to haunted house in Wisconsin. There's another one people have been talking about, uh, Revenge. Uh, I forget where it's located. It's like far as fuck somewhere in Wisconsin. Uh, when I get the details, like next Halloween, uh, when I want to make a podcast next Halloween. I'll give you guys the details. And if I decide to go, I'll give a review on that one. Uh, apparently, that's the scariest one in Wisconsin. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because, you know, Wisconsin Freegrounds talk about they so scary. I mean, I can go in my basement and turn the fucking lights off and turn the washer and the dryer on. I get more scared just by hearing that banging versus going to Wisconsin Freegrounds. But... Like I said, it, it depends on what's I yeah, I wouldn't go to Wisconsin Fairgrounds. Um Okay, so uh last one I'm gonna talk about Terror on a Fox. Terror on a Fox is kind of like a hit or miss. When I went in uh 2019, uh me and my friend went to, uh, me, excuse me, me and a couple of my friends, we went to the blackout. Now the blackout I, I wouldn't recommend blackouts for haunted houses because they give you a stupid little stick and you really can't see anything. But I feel like Terror on the Fox has some potential. Now, first things first, when you go to Terror on the Fox, and Terror on the Fox is located in Green Bay. So it's a uh, 2285 South Broadway, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Area code is 54304. You can uh, check out all this stuff, you know, on Google. Uh, Terror on the Fox, I feel like, has some potential. I just didn't see it that night. Now, when you go in there, they have a really cool double-decker train that you can get on, and uh, they got one of them little nuns from that little scary-ass nun movie. I don't know what it is, but email me. Tell me about that little nun movie. I don't know what that shit is. Uh, well, Either way, the goddamn nun kind of freaked me out. But, like, they got this double-decker train that's really cool. Literally, the train ride, all they do is, like, put you, like, like they literally drive you around in a fucking circle. But it's it's pretty cool. Like, they, they come on there and they tell you about, you know, you can't do this. Don't touch the actors. The actors won't touch you and all this bullshit. Oh, God. And then the train gets really dark. It smokes up. 
And it's like you're just sitting on a fucking horror film. It's really fucking cool. And for it to be in Wisconsin for those effects, because I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, but I just feel like Wisconsin doesn't have a lot of artistic talent when it comes down to stuff like that. And Terror on the Fox with the train ride, it, it's a creepy ass train. Like when you come in, you pay for your ticket, you wait for the train to pick up your group. And like I said, when they shut the lights, you got all these people, all these little, I think it's like two to three actors that's scaring the fuck out of you on the train. It's pretty cool. And then they drop you off at the spot and uh, there's a VIP section that you could pay for where you could sit around a bonfire or whatever the fuck. I sit over there anyway, whether pay for the bonfire or not. I'm not paying you fucking 20 extra dollars for that shit. I think it's like already $40 anyway. But, uh, so, one thing I was kind of disappointed in 2009, but I get it, because I, me and my friends, we went on, like, November 1st, so, like, the, the last night was the 2nd, there's a chapel, and there's a cemetery and shit, where apparently there's, like, caskets and shit, it kind of replicates, like, actual funerals, from what I was told by people who went through it, and that's one thing that scares me, like, shit that kind of represents the real-life death experience. That shit freaks me out. So haunted houses, when they represent real life, that, that shit kind of freaks me out. And they have the cemetery shit over there with the chapel and shit. With the, I guess like it's like a priest or something in there reading shit from like people in there. And I think they like shut off the lights and then the dead bodies like rise up. I don't know because I haven't been through it, but um, I definitely want to check that out. I'll probably check that out uh, probably next year. But while you're waiting to get into, like, the actual haunted house, oh, man, it's, it's crazy. So they got all this, like, rock music and all these goddamn lights going back and forth. And it's like a, it's almost kind of, I've never been to Six Flags. I've seen it on YouTube. It's kind of like a Six Flags experience where they're kind of, like, got all these people, you know, dancing and singing it's crazy and then they like they got jello shots and shit which is really good uh i kind of go on all over the place but you know while you're writing you can get those jello shots and then there's some lady that has um pieces of a book and she god damn it she keep ripping them out trying to give to you like bitch i don't want that goddamn shit like stop fucking trying to give me some ripped out pages. I, I can go to the library or I can buy a book and rip out the damn page. She keeps trying to, and she forces you to take them. Like, stop giving me that shit. But she's in the line too, like I, I dealing with her ass I take a jello shot. But when you go into this fucking haunted house it was so dark and you kept bumping into the groups and it was fucking annoying because when we went in 2019 for Blackout Night, it was shitty. If you can't, don't go on Blackout Night for Terror on the Fox. But when they did like um, kind of like a thunderstorm type deal where they blasted the shit, it sounded like a thunderstorm. I can kind of see effects in the caves and in the house itself because like the house is kind of got like caves. It's a big ass haunted house, but when you do Blackout Night, you really can't see that shit. Um, it has potential. I would say if you can, try to check it, try to check it out. Um, not during blackout, but try to check it out during the regular haunt season. That doesn't include that, like November first and second, because they say up in like I believe so November first and second. Uh, this haunted house has some potential. I definitely would check it out. Uh, they got some pretty good characters. Most people are, most of these actors are pretty friendly. Um, 
It's definitely fucking entertaining. It's it's a pretty cool looking haunted house. So, um, I don't think you'll waste your money with this one. I know I, I traveled like an hour and forty minutes to get here. If it wasn't for Blackout Night, it, it definitely wasn't a waste. Like these actors, they're pretty good and they're very friendly too. Like it's these are they're friendly actors they're scaring you they do their job so this is what i would check out so right now general mission as i'm looking on their website is uh 24 dollars and then uh you want to add the fast pass yes the extra 10 um it's a cool little haunted house to check out uh parking's free which is nice they got pretty good parking spots there um it's like overall if you Terrana Fox is definitely one to go to. Um, I'm not seeing they're open for November 1st and 2nd so far, but they are open. It's 12.52 a.m. Happy Halloween. They are open tonight from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. So definitely check that one out. I want to touch bases on these haunted houses because these are some pretty good uh, haunted houses to check out so as we wrap up this podcast i don't know what um everybody's doing but i kind of want to talk about how i grew up uh you know during the haunted house uh, excuse me not the haunted house but during the halloween season when i was a kid so i love halloween so much because growing up as a kid uh my house, we only had like haunted house decorations. We had a jack-o'-lantern named Jack, and we put up like some spiders and cobwebs and stuff. Um, we did trick-or-treating, and we always did haunted houses. My mom would always um, construct us going to haunted houses as a family, and she would always buy us a big bowl of candy, and I would dress up. Every year, she would um, always get me a costume so I'd go up, dress up, and fuck with the people around the neighborhood. It was funny. I like chase people down the neighborhood with my costume because I'm like, I guess they couldn't figure out that I was a fake-ass prop. Like, you should know with the busted-up shoes I had on back in the day, I was a fake-ass prop. You can't do that now. But um, I remember watching in the movies that I recommended you, uh, you know, are from my uncle, God rest his soul. Um... The movies that I recommended are from my uncle. That guy had exquisite taste in haunted house. Not haunted house, but excuse me, horror films. They just do knew like the best horror films. And growing up, I would always get a taste of some of the best horror films around October, Halloween time. Like he'd feed me, he'd probably, you know, maybe a popcorn or, you know, have some pizza or we go get snacks and we just watch these horror films together and um i remember back in the day my mom would allow me to have some friends over and my sister had some friends we just all go to haunted house it was just like this amazing experience for halloween so um like i said we're getting close i just wanted to dabble into why i love halloween so much is because of that growing up um during halloween time as a kid it was always special so it, it was always fun, and that's why I love Halloween so much. So I don't know what everybody else is doing for Halloween, but I know I'm going to get lit. I'm going to watch a bunch of horror films. I'm watching paranormal shit on YouTube. I'm reading some ghost reddick stories, and I'm going to pretty much eat whatever doesn't eat me. So I'm probably going to be like, I should be Pac-Man for Halloween because I like to eat. But uh, anyway, 
thank you guys so much for tuning in uh to Juno Ghost podcast about Halloween. Um, once again, as I said before, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll have more content for you for those who want to listen. Uh, you got ways to tell me to make my podcast better. Uh, like I said, just email me at rmdw1993 at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, don't have the best sound quality, probably not the best podcast, but you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm happy doing this, you know, I'm just one of my dreams. I'm just living out, you know, whether you like it or you don't like it, that's cool. As long as you're listening, don't tell me I can make it better. I'm always, uh, up to listening of what people think about the podcast because I appreciate it. Whether it's good or bad, I'm always up to listening to what people think about this podcast. So, um, I know I repeat myself a lot, but uh, we're going to end this podcast off. Once again, thank you for listening. Happy Halloween. And you know, I'm about to play y'all with, <laughs> with this little beat that y'all can barely hear. Here we go. Goodbye. <laughs>